swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hey, 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 boys and girls, this Five Hole Fantasy Hockey. I am your host, Zach Vogel. I am back. I got my computer back. My computer got friggin' stolen. Luckily, I got it back. Got all my stuff on here and see that it, it was a problem. I hated it. Couldn't be on the episodes as of late because, well, I had no way to record. Luckily, I am back and I'm back for this Tuesday Trends episode. Keep on matriculating the, the ball down the field, if you will. As usual, we got the Tuesday trends coming up here. So we're going over hot, cold players. I'm going to throw in some streamers at the end of the uh, episode here. But like usual, always want to plug our Discord. Uh, Like I said before, and as I always say, these Tuesday trends episodes are big in helping me decide on who we're going to talk about because I want you guys to, you know, let me know who you want to hear from. Uh, who who you think is uh, hot or cold, and and whether or not you want to add, drop, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So join the Discord, get in there. There's a bunch of cool stuff. Other than that, you can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. I think we're just gonna kind of talk about the uh, Bruins and the Devils here. Bruins, man, the Bruins uh, that we keep saying, you know, they're getting older and they're getting older and. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to freaking matter. They easily score the most goals for per game. They are just nonstop. And you know what? They needed Krejci. Not really. But he is definitely a huge role player for that team. It's just obvious. I'm glad that that kind of worked out. Anybody who's followed us definitely knows that I've always been a big fan of Krejci. So I love seeing him do well. It just made too much sense in the world, and and he knows their style of play. He's played with those guys so much. Taylor Hall is coming out and, and, and being viable. You have Hampus Lindholm going to that team this year. There's a couple of new faces in a new place, and they're just playing really well. So, uh, you know, as much as I hate the Bruins, man, it just they look like the best team right now, at least early in the season. So when I first wrote this or was writing these notes today, I said that the Devils, the Devils uh, were up to 12 games in a row. Yeah, strike that, make that 13 games in a row. Because not only did they beat the Edmonton Oilers tonight, they beat the fucking wheels off of them. They beat them 5-2. Uh, yes, Jesper Brad had a goal and an assist. Jack Hughes, two assists. Nico Heischer, three assists. You also saw Dawson Mercer, Damon Severson, Igor Sharangovich, and Thomas Tatar. Thomas Tatar. Like, he, he is definitely one of these guys that out of nowhere, you know, he came back and he just fits so well into that system. So, I mean, they're, you know, they look good. And and it's these same guys we're always talking about. I'm glad Dawson Mercer kind of got back into it. But, man, Jesper Pratt just looks so fucking good this year, just like he did last year. He just keeps on going. And I do. I like Tomas Tatar. So he's a guy that I'm always down for. And I'm not even saying uh, Tatar is a streamer. In all honesty, it's looking like Tatar's a hold. 
They are for real. I'm telling you, I've gone over this in the past. I told you all to believe in the devils, and it keeps on happening. Um, until they just fall off a fucking cliff, I'm going to keep on believing. Unfortunately, as much as I hate the Devils, man, I like their offense. They look so good this year. They are number three in both goals for per game and shots taken per game. You know, they are middle of the pack on, on you know, shooting percentage and power play percentage. But honestly, I see that as a good thing. Okay, so if they're middle of the pack on shooting percentage and power play percentage, that means that there's an area to go up. So while they are number three in goals four per game as of right now and shots taken, you know, I I feel like that speaks to their sustainability or possibility to do so at least. You know, if, if their shooting percentage is only middle of the pack in the NHL and same thing goes for their power play, that means that they can get better. And if their shooting percentage and power play percentage gets better, say their power play gets better, man, uh, that that's a scary thought when they're already scoring so many goals and doing it all on five on five, their power play gets better. Who you better watch out. Uh, you know, that's why Vitek Vanacek, uh, uh, he, he's got to be higher owned, especially, you know, with with their ability to score points on a daily basis. They're scoring, you know, four or five goals a game lately, and they are looking really good through this 13 games. I wish I could get the boys' thought on this one, but I'm sure that they would agree. Man, the Devils look good. Let's kind of get to injuries. You know, I was trying to kind of focus on some good news, but there is some bad news. So we're just going to get some bad news out of the way, at least for me. We're going to start with everyone on the flyer, just the entire Flyers team is hurt. Travis Konechny could actually be back soon, but is definitely not playing tonight. Cam Atkinson also out. But just in general, they they have so many players that are out right now. You still have Couturier that's out. You know, that's definitely a a big one because Coots is definitely, you know, one of their best players. But they do. They have a ton of people on on that are out right now. You know, you still have Ryan Ellis. It's been out for a while. JVR is still out. Scott Lawton is out. And Scott actually, Scott Lawton is a fantastic role player. Good for a stream every now and then. Uh, not somebody that I'd really rely on. But as far as the Flyers go, he's a big role player. Um, so, you know, they have all these guys that are out right now. They're hurting. Um, so that, uh, that top six is looking... It's looking weird. I mean, you have Noah Cates as the the second-line center. You got Zach McEwen up there, Morgan Frost, Owen Tippett, Joel Farabee, and Kevin Hayes. Now, I I do like Joel Frisbee, and I like Kevin Hayes. But, man, uh, these other people in the top six, they just don't belong, or at least not right now. Especially your players like Morgan Frost and Noah Cates. Um, I mean, you're you're looking at... uh, it, it, it's kind of rough, and and that's really where you're missing Sean Couturier and you know JVR, Cam Atkinson's that bit that big scorer and everything like that. So that that's that's definitely the worst news for me is all of these flyers are out, and it seems like they are regressing back to the mean that we thought they were. They started out hot in the beginning of the year, and well, they are looking downright. Meh. 
they are not scoring right now. I believe they're tied for second to last in goals for per game. They only score at it's like a 2.56, I think it is. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that's the number because I remember looking at it and thinking, damn, that's unfortunate. But yeah, so they are tied second to last in the league for goals for per game. Uh, my Flyers are not looking good. Um, so everybody that was wondering if they were for real, and we kept saying, yeah, even though we're fans, I'm telling you, they're not real. Yeah, this is this is what's happening. But then again, they are hurt right now in a big way. All right, so Max Pacioretty, he started skating on Friday, and that actually is some good news. The Hurricanes have been... Well, underwhelming as of late. Uh, while they have often looked like the better team, just as far as, you know, passing and skills and, you know, where it looks like, hey, this should turn into a goal, things just aren't. I mean, right now, you have, you have Nosen up on that uh, top six. You got Seth Jarvis, who is just not doing it at all. Seth Jarvis, uh, you know, well, he looks pretty bad. But, you know... For the Canes, they, they have Toivo Teravainen that are out right now. Patches has been out for a little while. Andres Kasha got hurt a little while back, so he's been out for a while too. Their top six is a little different than what you would expect. With Max Patch ready coming back, hopefully sometime soon, that would really be a, uh, I do, I think that that would be a big deal for them. Seth Jones also skated on Friday, and he has been out since October 29th. That would definitely be a big deal for Chicago. Not like they're, you know, in the hunt or anything like that. But, you know, in all honesty, Chicago actually has been playing better than I rightfully thought that they were going to. Um, so a player like uh, Seth Jones coming back, that'll be a guy that likely will be out there and available I'd imagine he hasn't been stashed as much as maybe some other players were. Uh, so you might be able to go out there and kind of snipe a Seth Jones right now. Throw him in your IR. He should be coming back sometime soon. And then you can plug him right in. Uh, if, if he starts off, you know, that was a good pickup. If not, you can drop him. Somebody else can deal with the bullshit. But Seth Jones should be coming back sometime soon. Jack Roslevic is down to dance. He is out right now. Boone Jenner is playing very well, fortunately. So, screw you, Roslevic. Uh, Poopy Hints is a game-time decision tonight. And actually, give me one second. Let me see if he is playing. All right. So, strike that. Rupee Hints played tonight. He actually got an assist. Uh, he has zero shots on goal, but he got an assist. Jason Robertson was seven shots on goal. Jesus Christ, J-Rob. Two goals, seven shots on goal. Big time. Wow. Thomas Shabbat, he practiced yesterday and is now also down to dance. Um, Shane Pinto could be back today against the Sharks. Uh, Shane Pinto has actually been, uh, you know, he has surprised me and quite a few other people, I'm sure. He has really been scoring goals, which is... I think a surprise for everybody. I don't think anybody would, would say that it isn't. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. But then again, I am I've been becoming an Ottawa fan for some for some time now. Uh so I do like to see some of those guys that you don't expect kind of coming out and making a name for themselves. Ilya Samsonov will travel with the team, but is still on IR. 
Um, so you'd have to think maybe that's a backup plan in case something goes wrong or they really need him to at least sit on the bench and possibly play in a, in a backup role. But he will be traveling with the team, even though he is not expected to be back this upcoming week. Just in case, he'll be around. Dmitry Orlov, he could be back on Wednesday. Also in uh, Washington, TJ Oshie was a full participant in Sunday's practice. So these are players that should be coming back soon for Washington. Good for them. I could use some of that in Philly. Alrighty then. Let's move on to some hot streaks. Not hot snakes, but hot streaks. We had a bunch of good good people that um, you know were kind of brought up in the in the Discord. If you ever do want to add somebody into the Tuesday Trunds, we have a page for that in the Discord. Just go there, add who you want for the to see on your hot streak or your cold streak. Uh, let it. Let's get this started off. Going with Josh Morrissey. Josh Morrissey, seventy-eight percent owned right now. He just snapped a seven-game point streak. In that seven games, he had one goal and seven assists. Only two of the assists were on the power play, though. Um, he is a point per game for the season so far. And while I will say. I do like Josh Morrissey. I, I do feel like in the past he, he's always been more of a a streamer, if you will, or or if you know, if anything, he is a bottom of your roster roster defenseman um at, at best, or or at least I have found him to be in the past. Now he is looking damn good this year, or at least the numbers would suggest it's the Jets that I don't trust. It's the Jets that I don't fucking trust. The Jets are bottom 10 in goals four per game and third to last in shots on goal per game. That makes me think that this isn't going to, you know, this isn't going to happen. Josh Morrissey, like usual, has a very low shooting percentage. You aren't going to expect goals from him. So where you have to get his points from are all on assists. And for a team that doesn't shoot on goal, where are you going to find these assists at? That's the whole thing. Where are you going to find assists? Um, he's not really a guy that's going to, you know, really kill it for you on the peripherals as far as, you know, especially hitting and blocking. Um, he's going to get you roughly one, you know, maybe one and a half per game. But that's about it. So you're really looking for points from Josh Morrissey. And if you're expecting assists and, and that's really all you should be expecting, you know, right now they're they're just not getting them. They are, you know... They aren't the Winnipeg Jets from three or four years ago. They're just not. Josh Morrissey, while he is a great streamer, and he might even be a you know a hold until all this you know starts to die down for him. But at the end of the day, I don't see him as someone that is super rosterable. I, I know that he's seventy eight percent owned, and I get that. It's very high, and I'm not saying that he's not good. He Obviously, he's a point per game this season, but man, he's never even sniffed close to a point per, you know, nothing even close to that. He's never even been, you know, a player that scores in 50% of his games. So this whole point per game bullshit, the bottom is going to fall out. It just is. That's just not who he was or not who he is. And if he is out of nowhere, man, that would be a fucking surprise. 
because he's been in the league for, you know, going on eight, nine years now, and he has never been that. So why would you expect that now? I don't. Therefore, I think that the bottom is going to fall out, and he will be a player that is going to regress. Holding on to him until this ends is a perfectly fine idea. I'm all about holding on to players while they are in the middle of streaks like this. But at the end of the day, it is not going to continue. If it does, I'll have no problem saying that I was wrong. But at the same time, I don't think I'm going to be wrong. (laughs) I just don't. I just don't. Josh Morrissey is not a point-per-game defenseman. He just isn't. So those 15 assists that he has so far this year... And, you know, while, don't get me wrong, you know, four of those assists are on the power play and the one goal that he has is on the power play, I don't see that being sustainable. I just don't. Um, And I, you know, I don't feel bad saying it either. Um, Especially, you know, it's not like they have the best power play in the world. Uh, They are straight up, you know, like smack dab in the friggin' middle on power play percentage too. Um, so it's, it's not like they're doing anything crazy. This one's going to come falling to the ground. It really is. So just watch yourself with Josh Morrissey. You guys might be higher on him than I am. Next up, Philip Heedle. Dude, the kid line. Kid line is back. Um, he's been getting points as of late, uh, but the shots on goal are seriously not there. I know. Once again, I'm kind of throwing cold water. Somebody has to do TJ's job when he's not here, and TJ's job is to throw cold water on things. And Filipino, as much as I like him, as much as he looked awesome in the uh, in the playoffs last year, it's not the playoffs last year. It's a whole new season. And honestly, I see this one as a foggy window that's going to get wiped clean real soon. Um, He came out of the gate, you know, real hot in the playoffs last season. Like I said, he came out like John McClain with a vengeance, but he was shooting and he was playing more of a physical brand of game. He was playing much more of a on the board style of game. And when he had just a shot at goal, he was taking it. His game seems to be somewhat muted this season. And I like I said, the kid line is back and everything. They're they're back together now, just like it was in the playoffs when he was doing well. So maybe that'll help. But he'll be wishing Trocek never came on board. Without injuries, he'll be staying in that bottom six. Um, so honestly, I see this one as fool's gold. It just is. And 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 while I love Philip Heedle and his nine percent ownership, you know, as a stream, yes, a hundred percent stream it up, but he is most certainly not a hold, and I think a lot of you would agree with that. Next up on Hot Streaks, I have Carter Verhege, and that is a 70% owned Carter Verhege, and honestly, I think he should be higher owned than Josh Morrissey, who is 78%, probably because Josh Morrissey is a defenseman, and they are harder to come by than left wingers like Carter Verhege is. You know, even though he hasn't been there the past two games... I believe in this one. I don't know why he's gotten so slighted this year. He's been pinned to that top line and is just a single point under a point per game. And with almost four shots on goal per game, 
man, what more can you ask for? This guy is shooting a ton. He's on a line that shoots a ton. You know, the hits and the blocks are never going to be there. They, they just aren't. They never have been. They never will be. But the points will continue, especially, you know, with the proximity to Barkey and, and, and even Matty Chucks. The only thing that, uh, you know, I, I could say is he does have a very high shooting percentage. It's not like 20% or something like that. Let's see. 19.3. Damn, I was close. But dude has a, a he has a high career shooting percentage, you know, in, in general. So, you know, that 19.3, that doesn't exactly scare me. It's not like he just got in the league and has been here for two years and, you know, in his second year he's shooting 19.3. No, he has a career 16%. He is a shooter. And he is also getting a full two extra minutes time on ice this year. I've told you guys before how much I love time on ice, and it's simple. If you're on the ice, you have more of a chance to get stats. That's what we're shooting for here, right? That's what we're all going for. We're all going for stats. And if you're on the ice more than you were before, I like that. You know, last year he was, you know, had a really good year last year. I would consider last year his breakout year. In his fourth year, you know, he jumped up two minutes. He is up to 18 minutes average time on ice as opposed to just over 16 minutes last year. I I find no reason why he can't back up his, his play last year and make it even better. I see him as just under a point-per-game player. I think that he is a 70-plus point player. I don't see why that can't happen, especially with the line that he's on. Now, he's not getting, you know, the best power play all the time. He, he kind of gets moved back and forth between that first and second power play. But out of his 18 points, he does have two power play goals and two power play assists. I'm fine with it. Like I said, you're not going to get hits. You're not going to get blocks. But what you will get is damn near a point per game. And there is no reason why, why that isn't valuable. He is going to get you points, and that is important, too. All right, at some point in time, it is going to be time for me to eat crow on this one. Don't know when that time is. I'm hoping it's not now. I'll maybe wait a couple more days for this one, but <sighs> Eric Carlson. I got Eric Carlson here. Now, obviously, Eric Carlson is very widely owned, and you're not just going to go out and pick him up, but dude only has seven games on the season where he hasn't gotten a point. I'd honestly think that this one was going to fall off. In fact, I think I said that even, you know, a week or two ago, like not that long. I said, yeah, he's not going to continue to do this because he's on the Sharks and he's getting old and yada, yada, yada. And as of right now, I was wrong because he's currently eight points above a point per game. He's, he, uh, it's crazy. I can't tell you how he's doing it. Well, I can tell you how he's doing it. He's doing it by having a 17.7 shooting percentage this year when he is a career average of 6.8. That's a lot. He already has more goals in 20 games this year, 11, than he did last year, 10 in 50 games. Now, that's a crazy stat. 
This 17.7 shooting percentage has got to come down. It is super hard for me to believe, you know, along with the fact that he's on the crap-ass Sharks. The only thing is, if they get any points, it always seems like, you know, EK65 always seems to be on them. It's got to fall off. It's got to fall off. It's got to. He has never had a year where he has had double digits in shooting percentage. Not a single year. He has been in the league since 2009-2010. He's been around for so long, and he hasn't even ever sniffed close to 10% shooting percentage. And now he has over-doubled what he had last year. He is up over 300% of what he, you know, of what his career average is. That shit is crazy. You can't tell me that that's not a huge spot for regression. And like I said, on top of the fact that the Sharks are not good, they just aren't. The Sharks are not good. I'm going to say it again. He is going to regress. Now, I'm not saying you're going out and you're dropping Eric Carlson, but to expect the kind of performance that he has put out, I don't see it happening. It, it, it can't. Uh, he cannot sustain that shooting percentage, and that's all we had to look at. I'm telling you, that's the only stat you got to know. The only stat you have to know is 17.7. Ridiculous. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to continue. I'm sorry, but I'll eat a little bit of crow. You know, I'll eat some pigeon, and we'll we'll save the crow for another week. But he will come back down to earth, I guarantee you. Cammy Fowler's up next. Who'd have fucking seen this one coming? We have a whole bunch of guys that are on, like, crappy teams that are making their way to the hot streaks right now. Cam Fowler, 11% owned. Last three games, one goal, five assists. He has actually taken back that top power play right now. You know, we thought that John Klingberg was going to jump right into that power play. It made too much sense. No, that does not seem to be the case. Instead, Cam Fowler has it back. Strike that. We'll say in the last four games, because the Anaheim Ducks are playing the Blues today. The final was 3-1. to one. The one goal, it was scored by Cam Fowler. So, in the last four games, he has two goals and five assists. The fact is, now this is going to be more cold water, and I like Cam Fowler, but he is a streamer. He is not somebody that you are holding other than, you know, in the deepest of leagues. Anaheim has only scored more than three goals once in their last eight games now. Can, you know, as long as we're adding in to get today's game where they only scored one goal, one time in the last eight games they have scored more than three goals. That is tough. They flat out just don't score enough. Dude, if you're feeling froggy, you can look at Cam Fowler. He is on fire right now, and he is on that top power play. A hundred percent. But man, this isn't something that's going to continue either. There's a whole bunch of cold streaks going to happen after all these hot streaks. That's all I'm saying. I do. I feel bad. I feel bad that I've came along with the ice water and I'm just dousing people. So far, we got, you know, Josh Morrissey doused him up. Philip Heedle doused he- him up. I don't care if you want to bring the heat. Philip Heedle, you got doused. Carter Hege, I believe in you. Eric Carlson, no, I don't believe in your 18% shooting percentage. You're full of shit. Cam Fowler, 
I don't believe in you. And a lot of these are because I don't believe in the team. Next up, we got a couple more here. I got three more. Two that I believe in. One that TJ believes in. <laughs> Next up, Jordan Cairo. 71% owned. If you if you held, like we all said you should have, you're happy now. Cairo clearly listens to our podcast, and he did not like being on our Cold Streak segment last week. Uh, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Obviously, he listens to Five Hole Fantasy Hockey, and he said, you know what? I don't want to be on that cold streak anymore. I'm going to go out and score some mother points. He scored two goals and five assists. Since then, he, he has scored that. And actually, you know what? Let's see. Did he have anything today? Yes, he did. He had another assist today and five shots on goal. Another one of our guys on hot streaks that continued to score even today. He's a shooter, man, and he takes a lot of them. He does. He takes a lot of them. Obviously, he had five shots on goal today. So I hope you didn't drop him before. The thing that's going on is finally the Blues are coming. They're coming into their own at least a little bit. Uh, before today, they had scored at least five goals in four of their last six games. Now, they didn't score five goals today, but that's a crazy stat. To score five goals in four out of six games, that is a far cry from the one or two goals per game from the previous six games. Which Blues do you trust? Do you trust the the Blues from the beginning of the year, or do you trust these Blues? Honestly, I'm more inclined to trust, trust these Blues because we see their depth. We know that these players are good, and they just weren't clicking so far this year. I like Kairu here. Um, I think that this is one that is going to, we knew that he was going to bounce back. It made too much sense. He shoots way too much to not bounce back. So I like Kairu in, in a big way. If he is out there, go get him. Go go pick him up. Next up, I have a personal favorite of mine. We're going Boone Jenner. All about me, some Boone. Boone Jenner, kicking tits right now. Four goals and two assists in his last four games. And I'll tell you about, it, it's it's about effing time there, Boone. It really is. On the season, it doesn't look so bad. But, you know, I've done my, my best to stand behind the guy, even when he started out a little slow. And I said he's going to be, you know, a, a better fit than Ruslavic this year. And so far, it, it looks like, you know, I might be right about that one. He has always been that guy that does a lot and, you know, a lot of everything. Shots, hits, blocks. And now the points are finally starting to stream in. So I think he does have a place on your roster as a hold simply because he never gets zero fantasy points. He never will. You know, he just won't. Um, He's out there throwing the body. He's out there getting in front of pucks. He's out there getting points right now. He is also a guy that is likely to shoot a decent amount. Boone Jenner at only 47% owned. He's available in over half of leagues. That that means you got to go out and get him. At least at least for this at least for this time of the year when he's on a hot streak like this, it makes too much sense to have him go out and get you some Boone Jenner. Last up, got TJ's guy. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to I want to do this. I gotta I gotta cover this guy for the captain of our team, TJ Branson. Philip Heronic at 54% owned, available in just under half of leagues. Once again, another defenseman, so they are a little, you know, harder to come by. 
good defensemen, especially ones that score points. And Hronik is right now. 14 points in 18 games so far, with four goals and two assists in his last four games alone. Don't get me wrong. That part is unsustainable for sure. But I got to say, he is shooting like a friggin' madman. He really is. For a defenseman, he is shooting a ton right now. And by shooting a ton, what I mean is he has 13 shots in, in, in his last five games. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong. It's not a million or anything like that. But that, you know, that's just under three shots a game, which is pretty damn good for a D-man. You know, he's no Eric Carlson or, or Brent Burns who's just firing pucks at net constantly. But, I mean, for someone that's on Detroit, you're not really expecting that that sort of that sort of point potential from somebody not named Mort Sider. That's the whole thing. So he's doing this from a, you know, more of a backup role. Uh, one thing I definitely am worried about, out of those 14 points, five assists of those are on the power play. Now, that's that's not too bad, but I'm worried that uh, those power play points for him aren't going to continue. He is not going to be on any first power play. You know, Sider is going to, you know, even if he does lose that spot here or there, Hironic isn't going to stay on the top power play. He's just not. So I, I, I do like Hironic here. But it is strictly for for a points add. Um, he's going to help you out on hits and blocks, but nothing too crazy. But still, great streamer option here at only fifty four percent owned. Um, he's available in just under half of leagues, like I said. So I do like Philip Hironic. TJ, you got this one, and you're not even here today. But dude, Philip Hironic, good good streamer. All right, moving on to cold streaks. It's getting chilly. This morning, it was 26 degrees here in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is very cold. I know we didn't get any, you know, four, five, six feet, whatever the hell it was in Buffalo snow they got, but it's damn cold here. It's not supposed to be 20-something degrees in Raleigh, North Carolina. I don't like it. I moved away from Pennsylvania for a reason. One thing I really hated about Pennsylvania, other than the cops and all that shit, oh, hey, I found money in my desk. Look at that. That's cool. I just found... $46 $46 in my desk. Sweet. Nice. Well, I'm going to close that back up and hopefully forget about it again for a while. Nice. I'm adding my own name to Hot Streaks uh, because I'll take $46. Hell yeah. All right. Back to Cold Streaks. Seth Jarvis. This was definitely, um, you know, even if he wasn't suggested by, by the Discord... I would have had his ass on here anyway. Seth Jarvis, 29% owned. He is on a seven-game pointless streak. Six games with two shots on goal or less in that span. Only one game where he had more than two shots on goal. That is not good. The whole thing is the Canes really aren't scoring much either. In those same seven games, they've only scored three or more goals twice. So that's not what they are. It's just not what they are. And tonight they lost uh, in OT against the Jets, who are not a good team either. But they lost again in OT fashion as they are doing as of late. See, the whole thing is they they look all right. and, And honestly, a lot of times they're looking like the better team, but they're just not scoring Seth Jarvis in particular. Dude only has six points in 18 games. 
that is a surprise, at least for me. I, I think, uh, you know, I don't stand alone here where I thought that this was going to kind of be like a breakout season. But the man is just allergic to points, considering he hasn't, you know, been out of that top six. And, and only recently has he been taken off the top line and, and, and replaced with Nietzsche's because Nietzsche's is playing so fucking well this year. Like, he's been playing with Ajo this entire time, and it's just not scoring. I'll say this. If you have not dropped Seth Jarvis yet, it seems like it's time. I see Seth Jarvis right now as a streamer only. Now, that is at the moment, he could start scoring points. Don't get me wrong. The Canes are a good team, and that top six is a good place to be. But he's not doing it. But he's just not. He's he's just not. So with that 29%, I expect that 29% ownership to drop. Actually, you know what? Let's see. Did he get any points today? He did. He got an assist. Only one shot on goal, but he got an assist. So that's something. So there you go. He broke that seven-game pointless streak. Tough shit, though, because I still think that you should be a drop. By the way, Martin Nietzsche, he scored another goal as he always keeps on doing. So, Martin Nietzsche is definitely the guy over Seth Jarvis, not even close. Next, another submission. Michael Bunting, 50% owned. Cut right down the middle, Michael Bunting. I'm not ready to drop Michael Bunting, no. At least not yet. With that deployment that he has, and, and he seems damn solidified into that top-line spot, to be honest, I see the uptick happening. If anything, his shooting percentage is down from what his career average has shown us thus far. Now I understand that it's you know not the longest career in the world, but thus far, what we've seen is better than what he's pointing out this year. So with Austin Matthews able to create off the puck, uh, I, I see Michael Bontaine as a, as a guy that I'm at least holding on to. I'm not ready to drop him yet. I don't see I don't see the same production as last year. Since we aren't seeing the same production from Matthews, I don't think that we're going to see it from Bunting, but I'm still holding Bunting. And that's just me and and that might more be just a feeling or, you know, my bias towards Maple Leafs in general um and whoever is playing with Austin Matthews. Uh but I'm still holding on to Bunting. All right, we're going to go back-to-back-to-back defenseman here. At least a couple of these. Two out of three, we're going to be chilling on. Drew Doughty, first one, 95% owned. Um, I know people are even talking about dropping Drew Doughty, and and I got to say, I'm not worried about Doughty, except for the fact that he's on the Kings, as always. You know, he's he's not going anywhere. He's always going to be on the Kings. He's going to retire a King. Um, But his shooting percentage is well down as he's only scored one goal. But that isn't a reason to drop. If he's not rosterable, you know, from the Kings blue line, then nobody is. You know, if you're if you're going to have a Kings defenseman, he is the one to have. Now, Dursey is a solid streamer, but he isn't Drew Doughty. And I'll tell you what, the Kings are actually second in the league for shots on goal per game, but simply middle of the pack or lower for damn near everything else. Moral of the story is the Kings suck. And I don't care what anybody says about that, but still, 
True Doughty is definitely a hold. He is definitely on that top power play. He's definitely going to get, you know, peripherals and everything like that. And he is better as far as scoring than what he has shown. So everybody just calm down on the Drew Doughty talk. I'm not saying I don't like me some Dursey, but Drew Doughty, he's going to be just fine. Next up, another just hold and chill and just, you know, take a step back. Chris Letang. 96% owned. He's Chris Letang. And as long as he, you know, isn't on IR, then he's going to get all the opportunities. The the Penguins are fourth in goals for per game. Uh, They do have a low power play percentage, and I I don't see that sticking. I think that that's going to get much better. And I'll tell you what, 22 of his points last year were on the power play. And with that not currently clicking in Pittsburgh, you know, a, a dip in his production is understandable. Their power play isn't clicking like it was last year. So, you know, if that starts getting better, Chris Letang is by far their best defenseman. He is going to get some of those power play points. He is not going off that top power play. He is not going off that top pairing. He is going to continue to play with the brass in Pittsburgh, so it'll be just fine. I'm telling you, Chris Letang, it'll be just fine. If anything, try to trade for Chris Letang. I would totally trade for Letang right now if you could. If somebody wants to give him up because he's not doing great to start the year, do it. Go out and get you some Letang. Now, if I would do that, he would probably immediately get hurt as soon as I traded for him, but that's how it rolls for me. I won't trade for him just so you guys can, and he'll stay healthy. So those were the two defensemen that I'm holding on. Obviously, like I'm holding on those. It is definitely not drop time for for any of those guys. If you're selling here, you're probably going to end up selling low, but especially Latang, great buy low situation. All right, so the guy that I'm, you know, I'm all for dropping, Shane Goss Spare. He is 49% owned. Nine games in his last 10 seen zero points. Now, that one game, he did have two assists, but nine games out of his last 10 games, no points. What happened here? Well, I'll tell you what happened. He stopped shooting, for one. Through the first six games of the season, he was shooting four shots on goal per game. Through the next 15 games, 1.5 shots on goal per game. I don't have to be a a mathematologist to tell that that's a really big difference when he's already on a crappy team like the Yotes, you know, who are tied for second to last in goals four per game, like I said earlier, with my Flyers, who are also crappy. Moral of the story is that being on a team, you know, such as the Coyotes, that means that the, you know, the margin for error is just slimmer than that of, you know, uh, another defenseman that is on a good team, Um, especially ones that rely on points for their fantasy viability because that's what Ghost does. You know, he is not a guy that you're going out and picking him up for his prowess in blocking shots and hitting people. You're picking him up because his ability to, you know, get points. And right now, I'm going to have to ghost on Ghost because it is drop season. All right? He is right around 50%. I am dropping Ghost 100%. Maybe not 100%, but I am dropping Ghost. I suggest maybe you do the same. Okay, so that does it for the hot and cold streaks. 
I'm gonna throw out some uh, some suggestions here for uh, for streamers, and I actually have a couple of bangers that I like uh, through through the week here. I want to start with a uh, with a big streamer that that I loved last year, and this guy does a little bit of everything. You know, he he doesn't shoot a ton, but he will get you uh, he will get you points. Uh, it, it most likely won't be on the power play, but he gets a decent amount of hits, a decent amount of blocks, and that's Sean Dursey. I like Sean Dursey. Um, his shooting percentage is definitely up from last year, and I'll tell you what, he, he doesn't shoot too much, so he's gotten kind of lucky this year. But like I said, he's doing a little bit of everything out there. He is hitting, he is blocking, um, you know, right around two per game of each of those. Um, and the fact that he has nine points in 19 games so far this year, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, he is not going to supplant, you know, Drew Doughty or anything like that. But Sean Dursey is a great streamer. I, I did it multiple times last year. And the reason I kept on doing it was because he kept on providing points and bullshit and things that I liked. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stick with Sean Dursey. He is only 29% owned. I do like their schedule this week. So I'm going with the Durs. Next up, Jason Zucker at 43% owned. He is line two, power play two. He's actually doing something now. Uh, that always has kind of been his moniker as of late, where he didn't really do shit. And this is just lately. He's starting to, you know, score some points and everything. He has 15 points in 17 games so far this season. That's not bad. He's never been a shooter. He has never been a shooter. He is not a guy that's going to go out and get a ton of goals. You know, he hasn't really been a goal scorer since he's been on Minnesota. He really hasn't. Since uh, since he's got to Pittsburgh, um, he's only sniffed close to, you know, double-digit goals in a season. Before that, he was a perennial 20-goal scorer with, with a great shooting percentage. He would shoot a bunch, and now he just doesn't. You know, he, he's on that second line. He, I guess he's just not asked to. Now, this is strictly a streamer. I think that the 43% ownership is way too high. That's just my opinion. I don't see this as sustainable. And neither is the next one. My next one is Kevin Hayes at 25% owned. Uh, right now on line two, power play one. But honestly, he's the best player in that top six right now. Best player in that top six, uh, not even close. Maybe a little close. because, I, Like I said, I do like Joel's Frisbee. But Kevin Hayes is, you know, he is at least continuing to score. As TJ would hate to say, someone's got to score. And it looks like, you know, it seems to be Kevin Hayes right now. Just lately, he is on a, what I believe to be a five-game point streak, something like that. Yes, five-game point streak where he has three goals and three assists. And in that span, he is shooting, too. You know, he's shooting five shots on goal, five shots on goal. He does have two one-shot-on-goal games uh, sandwiched in there, but then another four-shot-on-goal game. He is definitely not a guy that is going to get you peripherals as far as hits and blocks, but he shoots a ton. He does. And right now, without having Konechny out there, without having Cam Atkinson out there, the scoring is really kind of, you know, uh, much more on his shoulders. So I expect him to continue to shoot more. 
And I expect the the goals and and points to keep on happening because if anyone's going to be on those points, it's going to be Kevin Hayes. So I understand they're not a great team. They don't score a bunch of goals for per game. They're damn near at the bottom. They're, you know, second to last, like I said. But at the same time, you know, all I'm saying is a stream. I'm not saying you hold on to the man. I'm not saying he is just an automatic start every time I'm playing, every time he's playing. He is a stream, and that's what we're doing right here. Next up, I do want to kind of, I do want to throw a goalie in here. I'm going Kochetkov. Going Kochetkov with Freddie Anderson out. Uh, Kochetkov has well played very well, to be honest. Uh, you know, I understand he's only played two games, and he has played three games. He has two wins. I'm sorry. In those games, he has a 9.43 and a 1.32 goal against average. That is damn good. A 943, I'll take it. Now, I, I get it. The sample size is very small. But I'm sure at least some of you had watched the game where he played against the Avalanche, and he looked good. The goal that he gave up at the end of the game, I really don't see that as his fault. It was a defensive breakdown. Um, he had made some fantastic saves that game. So that, that was the last game that he played was against the Avalanche. And while they did lose and he didn't get the loss-loss, um, he got a, a an overtime loss, if you will. But uh, yeah, he's two zero and one. I'm all about it. If if he could play like that against the Avalanche, I, I'm in on that. Uh, Pyotr Kachekov, twenty nine percent owned. Obviously, I like Antti Ranta a lot better. But as far as backups go, Kachekov definitely damn good. Last up, just gonna throw some streamer uh, some streamer bangers, some banger streamers. Little bangers and mash here. Okay, so first up, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Connor Clifton on this one. He has uh, he has eight points in 18 games, which is you know just fine. But dude is banging, dude is banging for sure. In those same 18 games, he has 53 hits already. They're taking a ton of hits, throwing it over a block per game as well with some points. I dig it. That's what you're looking for. Somebody who you know who you know you're going to get these bangs from and who you're also going to get some other residual shit for. Connor Clifton, I think, is a great look here at 43% owned. I'm going to keep on tagging Tanner Janot at only 45% owned. But Tanner Janot, you want to talk about hits? You want to talk about a banger? That boy bangs. That boy does. He, you know, he is uh, damn near the top of the hits leaders You know, for the year so far. He is not going to get you points. That is not his deal. But he is going to get you even more hits. Now, this is a guy that, you know, is going to get you on on average, I, I would think, what? It's looking like probably about uh, almost four hits per game. But don't be surprised to see, you know, a six, seven, eight, nine hit game out of Tanner Janot. Dude, bangs. Uh, Tanner Janot, I do. I like him a lot. Uh, I know I've said him before for banger streamers, and I'm probably going to continue because he's really good at, you know, at that specific stat. 45% owned, Tanner Janot. Last up, Jared Tenorti, only 11%. Um, now this is this is for me a an end of the week ad. I like their end of the week look. So I'll take Jared Tenorti at the end of the week if you're trying to get some bangs. Dude has even more bangs right now than Tanner Janot. So we're going Connor Clifton, who has a who has a decent amount. 
Tenor Janot, who is more. And then Jared Tenardi, who is even more than that. He has 75 hits in 18 games. Uh, that's good. Not a guy who's going to get you a lot of points, but he's sure as shit going to get you a lot of hits. So, yeah, my, my streamer suggestions, just to go back over them real quick. For the bangers, I like Connor Clifton, Tanner Janot, Jared Tenorti. Uh, they're all less than 50%. Um, and all and, and in all honesty, Jared Tenorti, him him playing on Chicago, um, you know, he, he's even lower, way lower owned than either of the other two. And he has more hits than either of the other two. Um, so I do like Tenorti here. Uh, for the, uh, you know, I, I like... Kachekov as a goalie stream whenever he gets a chance. Um, uh, you know, sooner or later, he's going to have a bad game, but he looks really good. Um, you know, he he played very well at the end of last year. Uh, Piotr Kachekov, uh, I think he has a bright future. Um, I also had Kevin Hayes at 25%, Jason Zucker, and and then my boy, my boy Sean Dersey. Uh, I'm I'm just a big fan of Jersey, especially as far as streaming. I'll tell you what, especially if something ever does happen to Drew Doughty, as far as him getting hurt and not being there for a game or two, a lot of times it is it is it is Sean Dersey that gets that extra uptick. I'm in on the Durs. That's about it. That's about it. Tuesday trends. That was a good one. I feel like that went well. I'm glad it got back. Glad I got my computer back. You can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. Please join the Discord. Throw some people in there that you want to hear about for hot streaks. So throw some people in there you want to be here about for, for cold streaks. And then join us again. We're going to be coming up with the weekend preview coming up here real soon. We'll do the Wednesday mailbag. Any questions that you have for us. And it doesn't even have to just be pertaining to hockey. People that ask us what our favorite color is. Mine is still orange. And it's not just because the Flyers. I just like orange. Also, I look good in orange. Really, for the for the Wednesday mailbag, yeah, you honestly can. You can ask us any question that you want. Um, we try to get to as many as we can. But coming up here in, you know, in a couple of days, we're going to have the Wednesday mailbag and the weekend preview coming up. Um, so that way we can get you off on the right foot at the end of the week and try to get you another win. Boys and girls, I appreciate it. Just want y'all to know, Raj, TJ, I love you. Everybody else, love you too.